Welcome to episode nine of XY Podcast. I'll be doing a five-part series on leadership. I'll be talking about what is leadership, how do we hone our innate leadership abilities, and how do we exhibit leadership-like traits. First and foremost, I think we should start with the definition of leadership. I personally believe that leadership creates an inspiring vision of the future, motivates and inspires people to engage with that vision, coaches and builds a team so that it is more effective at achieving the vision. As you can see, the word vision is very prominent in the the definition of leadership. But the interesting thing is that, to be honest, leadership means different things to different people around the world and different things in different situations. For example, It could relate to community leadership, it could relate to religious leadership, it could relate to political leadership, and leadership of campaigning groups. But one central focus is that there are, I believe, about five major ingredients when it comes to the recipe of leadership that relates to all of these various forms of leadership and how people view leadership around the world. So we talk about the five recipes, I would say. The one recipe, including five ingredients, sorry. I would say, let's start with vision. Every leader must have a vision. Even as an individual, you have a vision for your life. You have a vision for your future. You have an idea of where you want your life to be headed. Likewise, a leader, whoever is a leader of an organization, a a, a company, a social movement, they have an idea of where the objective lives, how they achieve that objective, what is the vision? What is the grand scheme? How do I paint this picture? Now, the most important thing is how do I bring that picture to life? How do I bring that vision to life? How do I strategize? How do I implement? How do I bring in management skills to now bring that vision into life? So vision is the number one thing an individual and a leader must need. And I will go into the next part series talking about vision. The next thing that's more important, that is even really important, is communication. Um, Communication sometimes is so underrated in this era of social media and text messaging and quickly giving people messages here and there. But communication is extremely, extremely important. The one common ingredient, I think, in the world's greatest leaders, and I think this is one thing that they share, is that they are exceptional communicators. They have the ability to convey a message and consistently resonate and engage deeply with their audiences. You may be familiar with the communication models that say there's only 7% of the words you you use are heard and the rest of what you communicate is found in your tone. However, one of the most important things is that in your leadership recipe, you have to have a spoonful of communication. You run the risk of being overpowering and losing the message if you don't. When communicating, you're able to not only sell your vision, you're able to invite people into your vision. You're able to articulately explain what this vision is. How do we achieve this vision? You know, there's nothing worse when a person has a vision, but is unable to explain it. 
is unable to draw people in, is unable to help people understand what that vision is. So communication is extremely, extremely effective. And you'll see that a lot of transformational leaders, and I would say President President Barack Obama's a transformational leadership, uh, Martin Luther King's transformational leadership, they all were able to communicate so effectively to a point that they were able to not only motivate and inspire their followers to also be leaders, but everyone understood what the main objective was. So communication is key. The next thing I think is extremely important is authenticity. You have to know who you are, right? You have to know who you are. And leadership, authenticity quite simply means unique or original. One of the easiest ways to mess up this idea of authenticity is to sound or behave like someone else, right? You, you, when it comes to leadership, leadership is an individual process, okay? Even though they have many common ingredients or skill sets that may fit a multitude of people, it's still unique to who you are, right? You need to be authentic to your calling. You need to understand what your purpose is. You need to understand what your own leadership qualities are, what strengths you have, what weaknesses you have, and be able to stand in that. I think most leaders, what makes them leaders is that they're unwavering, right? They, they stand in integrity. They stand with character. They stand with authenticity. There's nothing worse than a leader who has questionable integrity, questionable character, questionable beha- um, um, behavior, and questionable authenticity. People want to trust leaders. People want to trust individuals. People want to trust those who they admire and look up to. You have to adorn this idea of what is authentic to me. How do I make what is authentic to me powerful? How do I use that in a way to lead? How do I use that in a way that is purposeful? How do I use that in a way that is of service? Authenticity is extremely important. So we went from vision, we've went from communication, we've went from, and now we're at authenticity. The next one is knowledge. I think in meetings and in boardrooms, you have heard, and I think in your even walk of life, you have heard that knowledge is power. We know that knowledge is powerful in every area of one's life, whether it's in your academic life, whether it's in your professional life, whether it's in your service life, we know that knowledge is power. So as a leader, it's extremely important to understand the background of what you're studying to understand if you're leading a social movement, what are the technicalities of the social movement? What are the, what is the history of social movements? What is the history of the organization that I'm leading? If you just stepped into a new leadership position, what's the history of that organization? What's the history of that company? What is the history of the employees that work there? What is the, what is the knowledge that I need to sort of equip myself to lead effectively? Um, knowledge makes you better equipped in an organization. It makes you better equipped in responding to the agility of different situations and scenarios. Okay. So knowledge is extremely, extremely important. And in this five part series, I'm going to go into each of these ingredients very specifically and talk about them even more. Now is sort of an overview of what I think the five ingredients are. And another thing, I think this would be the, this is the fifth thing, but it's the last but not the least. And I will call that emotional IQ and empathy. So many people lack emotional IQ. 
So many people are unable to read and diagnose other people's body language, other people's nonverbal cues, um, uh, understanding where other people are coming from. Look, in the, in the life of leadership and in assuming a leadership role, you must understand people. You must be able to communicate with people. You must be able to to identify and empathize with people. I, people like and people are drawn to people who have an emotional sensitivity. And when I say emotional sensitivity, it's a balanced emotional sensitivity. A strong leader requires and knows that you have to listen actively and engage fully throughout an organization, throughout a, a, a church, throughout a business, whatever it is that you're leading, you know that you have to listen attentively, okay? You know that you have to be able to balance being very supportive, right? Being also empathetic, but also having a line of being professional at the same time. So uh, having emotional IQ is understanding where people come from, okay? In order to boost morale of those who are, you know, inspired by you, those who, who you admire, those who are, you are leading in an organization, they have to feel that you are invested in them, not only professionally, but also personally. That if they walk into the office and you notice that, look, they look moody, you notice that they are not their usual selves, that you actually take the time out to stop them and say, hey, is everything okay with you? I've noticed that there's a change in your behavior. People resonate with that. People, people, um, they gravitate to that. And that sets you apart because not only are you only concerned just about the objectives and the management style, but you understand that in order for people to achieve and in order for people to reach their optimal level of potential, you have to treat them like human beings. I always say um, when, when doing my leadership trainings and seminars and workshops that people are not machines. People are human. And therefore, you have to deal with them as such. They are not machines where you do not invoke you know, emotions where you just, you know, pressing a button and they do A, B, and C. These are human beings that, that go through life, that go through hardships, that go through conflict, that put all of those things in their backpack and walk into the office or walk into their organization ready to do the work still with so many burdens on their shoulder. And I always tell leaders and I tell CEOs and I tell executives that it's important to understand your employees. It's important to make time to get to know them on a personal level. It's important to realize and understand the nonverbal cues that they may be transmitting. What are they saying? What is their body language saying? And what are they not saying? What is their face showing you? What is their body language telling you? And be sensitive to, sensitive to that and be able to communicate to that. I think that's what makes an effective leader. Although there's so many different ingredients to what makes leadership uh, effective. But I think these five things are extremely important and they are the basis for good leadership. Having a vision, being able to communicate that vision, being authentic to who you are, um, and uh, being authentic to who you are. Also empathizing, having the emotional IQ that is necessary and that is needed and the knowledge, the knowledge that it requires to assume effective leadership roles. People gravitate and follow people um, and support people 
who are knowledgeable about the skill sets, who are knowledgeable at the background that they're teaching. So I hope you understand the recipe for leadership. And in this five-part series that I'll be conducting and releasing podcasts on, we'll go into each one of these recipes and we'll delve more into the idea of leadership that I think everybody should understand and hone. As you know, I have uh, my own management and leadership consulting company called the 18 Day Global Consulting. And this is something that I do and very passionate about by sort of inspiring and and uplifting leaders and executives and entrepreneurs to be their best self and to reach their optimal leadership potential. So listen into the next five-part podcast series on leadership development where we'll be touching upon the recipe of leadership. Thank you for tuning in.